right, Spotlight is back. Spotlight is back. And I'm going to focus today on One Championship, One X. It's if they, if Chattery pulls this off, if the fights stay intact, this will be a huge, huge event. It's going to start, first of all, it's making history. The ladies did come out to the face-off, so it looks like a lot of fighters seem like they're okay so far. They haven't done the hydration and weigh-ins yet, but we did see the face-offs. Shinyai Hoki. <laughs> what an intense face-off. But before I begin, I'm going to actually add in a listener question. Now, generally speaking, Spotlight won't include listener questions, but this one was pertains to this event. Now, this question is from, I mean, it's just appropriate because this young woman has been just, I mean, she's my first listener. She's my first person to critique the podcast. Let me know that it was good to go. And my most dedicated listener, and that is Derek Lewis Hotballs at WarPixie666. And her question is, what is your opinion about Dana has said about the Johnson versus Rod Tang mixed fight? Do you agree with him? Disagree? And for what reasons? Now, here's what Dana said. I just think that mixing those things up, he's referring to 1X. Mixing those things up is weird and won't work. He told media, including the post in Las Vegas after Tuesday's contender series. But if you're if you have a company and you're bleeding money, you start throwing the kitchen sink at the thing. Uh, and he's referring to the co-main event of the evening, which is Demetrius Johnson going up against the Iron Man Rod Tang. And basically, the fight is going to be first round Muay Thai only, Muay Thai rules. The second round, mixed martial arts. The next round will be Muay Thai if uh, either one survives that long. And then the final, and then it's going to be MMA. So four rounds. I agree with them, Pixie. I agree. I, I, I just think this is bizarre. What I, the main thing what bothers me is like when you look at Stamp Fairtech, who's going to headline this event, you know, history to the, you know, out of all these men, they have so many champions on this card, yet they have the women headlining something that the UFC wouldn't do. So, I mean, on the one hand, Dana's right, but he got some nerve criticizing another promotion. But I don't think this is going. I think it's a terrible idea. I think Demetrius Johnson, sure, if anyone can do, you know, a Muay Thai match with someone as dangerous as Rod Dang, Jet Chamong, Gonan, it's Demetrius Johnson. But it's like this is a this is a Muay Thai champion, and I'm not a fan of MMA fighters, particularly grapplers, going up against champions when it comes to striking disciplines. Uh, mostly boxing, but yeah, Muay Thai, no. And then the rules, you know, it's very specific rules for Muay Thai. A lot of people say, well, if you backpedal and maneuver, you can't really do that in Muay Thai, period. And, you know, the UFC does have specific uh, rules. So I just think that I agree with them. And, and, and it just seems like a circus act, you know. And, and, but my main thing is, 
it doesn't I think that Demetri should have been given an opportunity to actually be in Muay Thai crossover into Muay Thai completely full time um, not forever but do what Sam did Sam crossed over into MMA she she did MMA and uh, her kickboxing in Muay Thai but then eventually once she lost both belts she crossed over into MMA and that's when we get this fantastic match so I think that it would have been better if if it because if it's strictly Muay Thai fine you know cool or if Rock Tang wants to cross over into MMA because a lot of a lot of especially the Muay Thai fighters they've been training for MMA there I think Rock Tang is planning on crossing over into MMA Stamp did that so I think either way whether it's Rock Tang crossing over into, into Demetrius Johnson's world or Demetrius crossing over into Rock Tang's world to me that's the better option not this freak show no I don't like it at all thank you so much for your question Pixie it is greatly appreciated. So, yeah, that's going to be our co-main event of the evening where I don't think uh, Demetrius Johnson will survive the first round. <laughs> Rodtang Lupini Stadium, of course. Raja Man Nur Nern Max Muay Thai Stadium. One championship flyweight Muay Thai champion. Former Omnil Stadium, 130 pound champion former max muay thai 125 champion i mean the list goes on one of the enemy it's just it wouldn't be so bad if he if demetrius wasn't going up against so much someone who's as dangerous as rod tang is he he i don't like that rod tang takes punches just accepts the punch and you know oh, i'm tough and everything which is hence how he got the nickname iron man uh, i don't think that's going to help him going forward but uh, yeah, I just think that this is a, a bad idea. <laughs> you know, I just think that this is a bad idea. But any way to see Demetrius Johnson, I would. I, I want to do it. I want to save it. But um, if he can survive the first round, yeah, I think Demetrius can end it with his mixed martial arts. So if he can get out of the first round, I think Demetrius can do it. But I think he's going to lose this fight. Now. There's a lot of incredible fights on here. It's insane. Now, I'm not sure. A lot of fights um, haven't been staying intact. I hope the fights on this card stay intact. Now, when it comes to fighters and the crossover, I don't know what's going on with the Edward Falayan fight versus John Wayne Parr. I mean, it's John Wayne Parr. If you get a chance, either fighter, if you get a chance to step into the octagon with them before they retire and ride off into the sunset, it is definitely these two individuals. So I can't knock the fight. Okay. Um, Edward Falayan, three-time gold medal winner in Wushu, also a two-time bronze and silver medalist. Two-time, one championship, lightweight world champion in mixed martial arts, former Marshall Combat Super Fight Lightweight Champion, URCC Welterweight Champion. Sadly, though, he's won four in his last five, four fight losing streak in mixed martial arts. We'll see how he fares here in this uh, striking bout. Apparently, it's going to be strictly striking. Uh, in and he's going to enter into Wayne Parr's world, something that I'm sure he's done before. But I'm just like, I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, this is going to be a Muay Thai fight. 
and I mean John Wayne Parr, I mean WKA World Middleweight Muay Thai World Middleweight Champion, WKA Australian Super Lightweight Champion, WKBF Middleweight World Champion. I mean the list goes on. Forty, even though he's 45 years old, you know how I feel about the old timers. I'm not a fan of the old timers, but man. <laughs> John Wayne Parr is no joke. I don't see uh, Mr. Falayan uh, getting out of that one in one piece. Okay. Now, we got the Featherweight World Championship Super Series Kickboxing. The uh, That's at the end of the tournament, if I'm not mistaken, with Murat Gregorian winning. Going to begin Super Bond again, actually. This is going to be a rematch. Not in, you know, they didn't fight in one championship, but this is going to be a rematch. Gregorian, uh, former Glory Lightweight Champion, K1 Super Welterweight Champion, WRSA World Champion. Six fight win streak after losing two Sitachai Sit Sit Song P9 who I could have sworn was scheduled to be on this card. They are one-on-one coming off of left and combo beatdown of Andy Sauer. Okay, and of course, you know, Superbond, featherweight, new featherweight kickboxing world champion, 112 to 34 IPCC kickboxing world champion, has defeated Sitatan tw uh, twice. And is on uh, one of the one of two fighters to have knocked out Giorgio Petrosian. 11 fight one streak since losing to uh, Marat Gregorian at uh, Kung Long Fight 69 in 2017. Now Yuya Wakamatsu, he's on a five fight one streak after losing to Demetrius Johnson, 15 and four overall, going up against Champ. Adriano Moraes, who he, you know, won championship flyweight world champion. First man to finish uh, my favorite Demetrius Johnson. Finish and slash knock out Demetrius Johnson. And yeah, a lot of people joke like, yo, this is a featherweight. Well, I mean, he's, he's about I mean, five foot eight and flyweight. Yeeks. Uh, but we've seen worse over at uh, UFC. Team, American top team. Black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Two fight, one streak after losing uh, uh, by split decision to GG. And those two are going to face off against each other. I got the champ. I pretty much favor the champions uh, on this card. Shinya Aoki going up against Yoshihiro Akiyama. Old, I mean, if there was a swan song... It is this one. I think Shin Aoki, you know, I always favor Shin Aoki. What can I say? Now, champions. That's why this is such an historic event. We have one F we have one championship, Bantamweight, Muay Thai champion, Lupini Stadium, lightweight champion, Nag Ogayagadao. Seven fight, one streak out of Evolve MMA. Started his journey in 1996. 35 years old going up against Felipe Lobo. I expect the champ to dominate in this matchup right there. We have Capitan Petchendi, Muay Thai Super Champ, Lupini Stadium, and of course won championship amongst other promotions he's been to. 
WDMF 2016 World Super Welterweight Champion, Lupini Stadium Super Welterweight Champion, one bantamweight, of course, kickboxing world champion. Whew. So, yeah, his, his last fight was uh, it's a little rough. It was a little rough, you know, but uh, we'll see how he puts it together against Hiro- Hiroki Akamoto. We'll see how he put, but like I said, I favor the uh, champions pretty much across the board. Now, the ladies. So, right now, this is an important event. With we got ladies of Anaweight, Stanford Tech, Angela Lee headlining. We have possible, we have actually the number one contender. Denise Sambawanga was actually the original number one contender. They're really, we shouldn't really be having a tournament. I don't know why they're doing a tournament. Just when Angela Lee isn't, you know, once her pregnancy is done and she's ready to come back, she faced off against Denise Sambawanga. She, Denise was the number one. Uh, now, of course, ranked number two because uh, Stamp's up at number one in the Adelaide division. Okay, train now. Denise Zambuanga trained in Taekwondo, Karate, and is a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Two finishes via strikes, three by submission, three wins by decision. One, her MMA debut 2017 in 44 seconds. And she, this is a rematch. Going up against Ham Si-Hee. That's the Korean way of saying it. But most of us know her as Soi Hee Ham. From Deep MMA, Smack Girl, UFC, Jules Road FC, Verizon, and now in one championship, former CMA KPW Women's Lightweight Champion, former Jules Adamweight Queen Champ, Deep Jules Adamweight Champ, Road FC Women's Adamweight Champion, former Ryzen Super Adamweight Champion, and one of the few women on this card who has actually fought at actual Adamweight, because you know Adamweight over at one championship is 115, not 105, please flush those dreams of them crossing over into the UFC you have your 105 division I think only Stamp and Han will be able to pull that off not Denise uh, Zambawanga okay so I think Denise will put it together in this one this is very important very important Denise needs to maintain that spot and get in that title fight however here's the thing if Stamp can cause the upset this would be a pickle because Denise and Stamp are very good friends, training partners and very good friends. I don't know how that whole thing is going to work if both win, but I do think that Denise can get it done. Izuki Harata going up against Jahin Radsan, former MMA amateur flyweight champion. Going up against one of my faves, Izuki Harata, student of Shinya Aoki. Izuki currently is undefeated. She did struggle struggle with Elise Anderson in the last in their bout uh, last September. She did struggle a little bit. She did struggle a little bit. So we'll see. But I think this one will be a smooth fight. I mean, both women. What I love about these women is that they will stand and bang the grapplers. But they will stand and bang. And uh, Jaheen is truly trying to make sure, you know, always balance striking. And it seems, I think she wants to get a knockout. I think she's been desperately, not, not for this fight, I just think in general, she's trying to hunt for that knockout. She doesn't depend heavily on her grappling. But when it goes to the ground, she throws down. However, as far as, as, far as I know, Harata 
Android 8 is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, she's been doing that uh, Jiu-Jitsu and especially Judo since she could walk. Yeah, so she was actually my favorite. I think she could be the one to... Uh, I'm not sure if she could take out Denise Sampawanka, but she, if there's an heir to the throne, I, I believe that is her. Now, I did see that Elise was scheduled to fight, but I didn't see uh, Anderson American. I didn't see her on the card. So uh, I, I saw her on the card, but then I saw it taking off. I don't know what's going on, but that would be incredible to have all the Adam Waits, well, majority of the Adam Waits who were in the tournament come back. Now, speaking of which, to round off the Adam Waits that I know are fighting. And that did see at the face off, we saw May, the legend May Yamaguchi, this legendary woman, saw her facing off against Danielle Kelly. And I believe that this is going to be a grappling only matchup. We got two grappling only matchups. Uh, Reina D. Ryder, Who's the current middle and light heavyweight champion? This will be is going to be in, a, I believe, a grappling only match as well. Now, currently, sadly, my girl Mei Yamaguchi is on a three fight win streak to Jaheen Razan that took place this year in February. Then, and Denise, uh, and of course, Julie Mazabarba, but she lost to one individual who's ranked into the anweight uh, division. Just grappling, I think this is pretty much a, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. May is, she is tough. She is strong. So I don't know. Uh, but got to favor Danielle Kelly. I mean, she is just an elite, elite jujitsu practitioner. That's all she does. Sooner or later, I assume she's going to cross over into MMA. I don't know. All she's been doing is grappling. <laughs> So I don't know. She faced off against. Uh, she faced off against. Oh man, her last fight was that Carla Sparza fight, where she, Carla Sparza thought that a power bomb was going to work. Of course, Denise held on to her, and then it was headbutt. So the fight was called off. So you know, yeah, it's called. You know, that's, and they put that down as a TKO. So yeah, but hey, credit to Carla for trying. You know, um, she did lose. At, uh, Danielle, she's actually when, even with grappling, she's actually uh, three and two in her last five. So she has lost in grappling. So it's not like, and I mean, she's very, very young. One of the most talented brown belts going at brown belt level. She defeated multiple black belts in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I favor her in this matchup. But she, it's not like she's undefeated. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I believe the Ryder fight is grappling only as well that's going to be versus andre galvalio and i remember him from years ago 2010 i believe was the last time he was in uh mixed martial arts but i mean he's a grappling a jujitsu machine uh for one eye he's i think undefeated he's been doing grappling of course, the ADC championships, IBJJF championships. So he's been staying active he, uh, since 2017. Well, well, 2017, as far as I know, is the last time that he was active. Uh, just strictly um, jujitsu. Of course, 
in MMA. He lost to Tyron Woodley over at Strikeforce. So, yes, yeah, it's been a long time. So, I don't know about this one. Technically, Andre should destroy, even someone as good as Ryder, he should destroy that dude. But I don't know. You know, I, I just, I don't know about this one. You know, 39 years old. But uh, I, he should he should destroy this dude. Andre should win. He should. This will be a huge upset, especially if it's strictly grappling. Mixed martial arts, he should get his ass kicked. But, yeah, Andre should, um, he should win. If there's going to be an upset pick, because I believe he will be considered the underdog in this matchup here. That would be my upset pick. Now, other fights. I'm just going to touch on a few fights and close this out. But yeah, these this stays intact, man. Nikki Holtzen. Oh, that right there versus Islam. More Tezaval. Tezzeev. Kickboxing. Oh, that should be a good one. That should be a good one. And of course, now... Um, they did have heavyweight listed. I'm not sure if uh, if Kang uh, Kanji Won Kanji Won is still um, fighting Paul Elliott. But yeah, I'm all, all I'm oh I'm always always love seeing Kang uh, fight Kanji Won Kanji Won. Yeah, I always love seeing him fight. Win or lose, I don't care. He's coming off of a loss, I don't care. <laughs> love seeing him fight man uh man familiar names with the promotion uh ruta um Ryutu sawada senzo akieda that should be a decent matchup starting off the uh prelims we got american is back uh yeah this is i mean lito Adawan. i mean a familiar name hopefully he'll have that mullet going the mullet has power his power but yeah this should be uh, and of course the uh, an important matchup so no let me uh fix that the featherweight grand prix finale so we're gonna have grand prix winner will be chingiz alazov going against sitichai so yeah there we go uh because i was like wait i remember sitichai being so i don't know i don't know if that fight's still on hopefully it is it's very important so yeah let me take that back that will be the winner will be the one for the tournament and they'll get the belt similar to Angela Lee and of course Angela Lee versus Stamp Fairtech Angela Lee long <laughs> a lot of accomplishments when it comes to grappling at such a young age what an incredible family on in May 5th 2016 she became the youngest MMA a person in MMA period to ever uh, win a world title 2012 WAPF World Pracration Gold Medalist, uh, Destiny Amateur Women's Atomweight Champion, Taekwondo, Brazil, of course, she's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. One finish via strike, seven by submission, two wins by decision. Uh, last fought October 13, 2019, defeating Jing Jing Nan by rear naked choke. There, those two are 1-1. One, one. Jing Jing Nan talked about coming back down. If Jing Jing Nan can get the straw weight again. Well, it's 115. Atom weight. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. But it is 115. So technically, the, it would be straw weight. If she can cut back down, that's going to throw a whole big wrench. 
Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about any of these ladies. Denise with that wrestling probably could uh, take out Gingy now, but Stamp, I don't, yeah. Stamp, she's kind of, she's on the small side. There are two people who can make Adam weight. It's true Adam weight. 105, it would be Stamp Fairtech and uh, Hom. Stanford Tech, of course, one FC Adam Wake kickboxing Muay Thai champion, former Adam Wake kickboxing champion, now the Grand Prix champ, 2019 BJJ gold medalist. Uh, she's blue belt level. I believe that was at blue belt level. Level the Alonzo Jackson, I believe, trained majority of individuals over at Fairtech Gym, particularly her homies, Supergirl and Wonder Girl, who have left Fairtech Gym. Stamp currently is 8-1 in MMA, 63-17 and 5 in Muay Thai. So the crazy thing about this is it would seem like Angela Lee is the seasoned vet between the two of them when it comes to combat sports, but actually Stamp, 24-25, I don't know what it is, but Angela seems just like it seems like grown woman versus a teenager, but they're only a year apart in age, you know, and, and Stamp has competed more, even though it's mostly striking, she's competed more, but even in more, even in mixed martial arts, it's 10 and 2 versus, 10 and 2 versus uh, 8 and 1. So this is a very, very intriguing matchup. And of course, with Lee, her two um, won by uh, TKO when fight was stopped versus Jane G9 and of course in terms of her losses uh, Michelle Nicolini now Michelle Nicolini is one of the highest level jiu-jitsu practitioners when it comes to women uh, I think she actually even though she faced off against Mackenzie Dern she's actually in terms of her accomplishments just slightly higher than that of even Mackenzie Dern so we're talking about one of the highest level jiu-jitsu practitioners there was no way for Angela Lee to win that fight now I expect Angela Lee to get pieced up on the feet but I expect for her to beat and uh, beat Stamp on the ground. Uh, they're going to do the hydration test. We'll see because rumor has it that you know the one championship allows Angela Lee to come on pretty much whatever weight she wants to come in at, which is sad because uh, she will be the bigger fighter and this will be the most the highest level grappler that Stamp has faced. It actually wasn't uh, Ryu Tu. It wasn't Ryu Tu Foga. Ryu Tu is a is an experienced wrestler, but uh, yeah. The grappler in that division, the top three really are Lee, Izuki, and uh, Denise Sambawanga with her wrestling. You know, so, and it's a brown belt. So, Stant will have a lot of problems with black belt, brown belt, black belt. So, you understand? Know, you know what I mean? Right, you two, Eric Jiu Jitsu is non existent. So, you know what I mean? so, same with Alana uh, Russell Hingan. She's nowhere on the same. She'll get crushed by all three ladies that I mentioned. So, yeah, this is going to be a tough one. So, Hopefully, Stamp can pull out. Hopefully, Stamp can get a knockout. Hopefully, she can win. But yeah, I got Angelina in this matchup here. And that will be it for Spotlight. All right. So that's it. That's it for the episode. Thank you for joining me for Spotlight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram and Twitter. MMA by Milliken on Instagram is MMA.by.Milliken. Don't forget to check out the leg show. Beautiful women daily, models, actresses, and even MMA fighters. You got to check that out. You got to stay safe, stay strong, and stay positive.